The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Welcome to Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Join your host, who is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely Hyphen You and has 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power. And now, here is Gina Gardner, your host of Leadership for Life. Hello there and welcome to today's show. Today's show isn't going to be as published and planned because sadly I received a a call just a little while before the show was due to start to say that my guest has had a bereavement in the family very suddenly and has been called away. Now I'm not going to use the theme of today's show because I'm hopeful that he will be able to come back at some later date uh, and we'll be able to have the show that we were planned today. But the title of the show was Secrets to Broadcasting Riches. And so I decided to use today to share with you how I have learned to broadcast my riches and to encourage you to recognize A, that you have riches and B, that there are any number of ways to broadcast them and to share them and why that's so important. Before I get started, I just want to remind you that we are very, very pleased to be members of B1G1, Buy One, Give One. So anyone who asks questions or makes a comment during the show, we will donate um, uh, uh, either food or education or health or help to the environment uh, on the basis of that. And you can help by spreading the word and, and downloading the show and getting other people to do so because for every down, 100 downloads, we donate um, to B1G1. So, broadcasting your riches. Before I start, I just want to set the premise that I believe that every person has within them riches that are worth sharing. Now, this is true if you're in a business, if you don't broadcast what you're about and your why and how you're going to approach that, then nobody's going to know you exist. But the principles of this are absolutely true for you at a personal level because your experience, your skills, your expertise, your just who you are could really help somebody else. You know, the theme has come up several times this week talking to clients about how there is so much fear and negativity being generated that I think it's for us to stand up and stand tall and to own our own energetic space, if you like, and recognize that we don't have to enter into the fear and lack. We have a choice and we can celebrate who we are and how we have survived. And sometimes that's not comfortable. Those of you that know my story will know that, you know, my life has not necessarily been easy. But it's in that very experience that we often have riches that are of value to other people. And so as we go through the show, I want to share with you my journey and how uh, in different ways I have broadcast my riches to other people and continue to do so. And of course, 
this show is a perfect example, isn't it? In that I am broadcasting and giving my guests an opportunity to broadcast their riches so that you can add them to your treasure. But also it is an opportunity that whether you see it live or it becomes a resource that you dip into later, that the themes may not be relevant to you today, but in six weeks or six months or a year, they could be extremely relevant to you and you can dip into the archive and find a source of treasure, a source of information, a source of an opportunity to have a different perspective. So those of you that know my story will know that I was a head teacher or a principal of a large school for over 20 years. And within that, as a head teacher, in England, we call them head teachers and the equivalent is a principal. It was important that I broadcast my vision for the school. My vision was that we were to provide the very best education, not only for the children, but for the staff and that's where we could for parents too. And we ran all sorts of different um, programs for parents in terms of um, confident parenting, healthy eating and so on. But part of broadcasting and one of the reasons why it's so powerful is in the process of broadcasting to other people, it's important for you to clarify what your message is. And in doing so, you clarify your own thinking. It starts to become um, real rather than lots and lots of thoughts going round and round in your head. And so as a head teacher, I was very used to sharing the vision, sharing uh, how we were going to achieve the vision through the strategic planning and so on. But when I left uh, being a principal in 2004, I'd had a very successful time in education. My school was on the best 100 schools in the country list twice during my tenure. I worked for the uh, government as an advisor. I worked for the, um, the National College of Leadership and the Institute as a trainer facilitator. So I'd had plenty of opportunity to broadcast my message, to let people know uh, who I was and what I stood for, and to use my experience and expertise to help other people uh, accelerate their progress. So they didn't need to make all of the mistakes that I'd made in order to create something that worked really well. They could short circuit that. But there I was. I I'd left um, being a principal because of my health. I was working a 14, 15, sometimes 16 hour a day. And I thought, what am I going to do now? And so I took myself off to do a research project across industries to look at what was facing different um, industries in terms of developing leadership from emerging leadership to, to senior leadership. And of course, they had the same problems because they're dealing with people. The widgets might be different, but the people were the same. And so I went into my first opportunity to write books. And so what I did is very conventional books. I wrote two books, Kickstart Your Career, which is based on the experience we had of training teachers from scratch um, as postgraduates. And that although they had got their degree and that they were very well qualified, they hadn't learned how to be the professional grown-up yet. And so it was how could you become the professional grown-up quickly? And the principles and the strategies and the techniques that we developed in school were identical to those that when I worked with businesses and used them in businesses, they helped people get moving pretty quickly. So they were designed for people leaving school, 
coming into business and also uh, working returners, mums who'd been uh, bringing up their children, for example, and hadn't been working and the working environment had changed. And it had a partner book or has a partner book because they're still very much uh, usable and lots of valuable information on how to manage your staff more effectively and pave your way to the next promotion. And it's a how-to book. No jargon. All of the educational jargon was stripped out. But this is how I created not only my own successful um, school, but also helped many other schools develop to be more successful because of the way in which they developed their people. And those were written in a very conventional way. And they're about 70,000 words. And they became my calling card because I wasn't known in the world of work, I was only known in the world of education. So when I started uh, my own business, Gina Gardner Associates is my other business, and I started to work with corporates, these were my calling cards. This is saying, this is what I stand for. This is where I'm coming from. You can trust me because if you read my book and you like the sort of things I'm talking about, that's who I am. And those books still stand and are still used and people find them, uh, I'm told, very, very helpful. My next opportunity to broadcast through writing was when the 2008-9 recession came in. And in a week, I lost a whole year's contracts. And I thought, what am I going to do? You know, training and development budget was slashed. And at that time, I was already doing some work for Essex University, and I started to work with SMEs and work with them on a retainer basis, something I still do now. And all of the businesses I've worked with have indeed become more profitable, much more profitable, but in a much more holistic way, so long as I've worked with them consistently for 10 months to a year. And as soon as they're, they're, the principles are embedded and everybody's comfortable, I go off to the next one and so on. But somebody made a real challenge to me and said, well, you don't use your story. Um, my story being that I, I had a very serious ski accident and I ran my school for the most part from a wheelchair. And although in 2004 I had a spinal stimulator fitted, by 2008-9, my walking could take me from my bedroom to the bathroom and I could walk a very, very short amount unaided. And they said, well, why don't you write your story? And so I wrote Chariots on Fire, and it's become an international best-selling book, and I'm really proud of it. Now, this is, again, 75,000 words, and part of the book is my story, and part of the book is the principles that I used for giving myself uh, the advantage, you know, the winning formula for happiness and success. Interestingly, what you see is the third version. So in the first version... I wrote my journey, my medical journey, if you like, warts and all, and it wasn't pretty at times. And I did put the strategies at the end, but I read the book and I realized that anybody reading it was gonna slash their wrists and it wasn't gonna be very helpful. So I rewrote the book and I left what was in the story that was going to be of value to other people. The process, very cathartic, but I wanted it to be of value to other people. And that book was for me the first opportunity that I well the first opportunity I gave myself to talk about me rather than to talk about the out the, the, the what I did the the um, 
the techniques and the strategies and the principles of, of great leadership, which is very much um, a big part of what I'm about, but in a whole range of different ways. So by this time, I had started to recognize that my purpose was much bigger and that I wanted to work with people globally. And my mission was to positively impact on a million people uh, within the next five years. And I realized that I needed to do something differently because my broadcasting, although I'd got my books, my broadcasting was very small scale. And I'd been very lucky that once I started uh, working with businesses on a retainer basis, and I've always done worked with individuals and couples life coaching, but I didn't market myself. I had no internet presence or very little. Nobody knew what I was about because there was no need for them to. So I had to broadcast in a very, very different way. And one of those things was to actually have an internet presence through social media. So I went from uh, you know, a LinkedIn profile, I think I had 53 people linked to me, now it's 23,000. I had to be prepared to put myself out there and to say, here I am. And this is what I stand for. And this is how I can help you. And this is what's important to me. And this is what I believe is the way forward. And I've got evidence to prove that that's successful. What I was really aware of is that I had moved on. We're always evolving. And the principles that were true for Chariots on Fire were not gone, but I had evolved those. I'd evolved my how I um, turned up had evolved and I needed to do something which demonstrated that. And so I wrote another book, Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways of Happiness, Success and Fulfillment. And the reason for this um, title is, it didn't matter whether I was working with individuals or with businesses, we covered the same five pathways in different ways, but they were really important. So beliefs, because your beliefs become your reality. Relationships. I was today preparing, I'm, do, I'm doing a keynote speech um, in March around relationships being the bedrock of, of collaboration. And so the second chapter is about relationships, starting with the relationship you have with you. The third one is all around success and why is it that some people succeed so well and other people struggle? You've got motivates us. Number four is all about managing change and transition. And we've had an amazing time where we've had to learn, haven't we, to change, to adapt, to be flexible. The interesting thing, I think, is that so many people struggle with change and yet it's one of the constants in life. And then the last chapter is all about purpose and fulfillment. And I think more and more, my work is about helping people recognize themselves as spiritual beings, whether that's in the leadership context or in the personal context, and being more and more upfront about that. And alongside that book, there are journals. And that's when I started to recognize the power of journaling. And so each day there's a theme um, and there's an opportunity to journal based on the program, and there is a program that runs alongside Thriving Not Surviving, a personal and spiritual development program, and the journals are designed to go back, uh, uh, with that. 
So at that time, I went to uh, Los Angeles and the whole purpose of that was to go and to create a series of, if you like, television um, episodes um, that looked at different themes in different ways so I could share them, not in the written word, but through video. I'm very excited because I now have an agent and those shows are, I hope, going to be taken up by um, one of the big boys so that people can see them more uh, more widely. And we're now already talking about a second series um, where there'll be an opportunity to take things further because things are moving on all the time and our sense of who we are and our our spiritual power, I think, more and more people are becoming conscious of how they turn up vibrationally will make a difference. But until now, all of my books have been very, very conventional. But what we're going to do is there is um, an introduction on my YouTube channel, which is Genuinely You with Gina Gardner. There is an introduction to what I'm doing. And we're just going to show you a, a couple of minutes clip from the beginning of that. And if you're interested in seeing the whole thing, it's about 14 minutes. It's on Genuinely You with Gina Gardner and it's on YouTube. Love it if you could subscribe. So, OK, well, we'll move on if it's not going to come and perhaps we can do it later. So video doing Facebook Lives, doing LinkedIn Lives, really, really powerful way of getting your message out there. And I would suggest to you that if you are in business, then being brave and getting in front of the video is a great way to move things forward. And ultimately, when you start, it will feel very, very strange. But the more you do it, the easier it becomes. And now, you know, being in front of a camera and talking to you is second nature. But when I first started and I was just me and the camera, I really was a gibbering wreck. And, you know, by the time I'd done take 32, um, before I'd got something that I was satisfied with, and it wasn't perfect by any means, but something that I could live with. But now I'm much more relaxed. And because I'm more relaxed about it, it comes across better. Fast forward now to during the pandemic, and I've been working with a mentor, Ali Nicole, and part of, of one of the, of the richness that she's helped me with is to recognise that there are so many different ways that we can write and how important it is to write. And so I started to write a very different style book. And one of the reasons that I want to share that with you is it's very easy to write these books with a professional um, theme or a personal theme. So I want to share with you some of the range of things that I've done, and I'm not by any means showing you them all, but I want you to get a sense of you will have an expertise, you will have a, an experience, you'll have a skill set that will be of value to other people. And it doesn't have to be hard. So I now write what's known as intentional journals or workbooks. And the first one that I wrote during lockdown, because I was so concerned about how many people were spreading doom and, doom and gloom, that it was so important to me to help leaders recognise that one of their important roles, particularly in times of challenge, is to be a beacon of light and hope. And so I wrote an introduction and the introduction um, is, I think about um, uh, 3,000 words, setting the premise. 
and then recognizing that people are busy. So they haven't got time to read a whole book. They just want things in bite-sized chunks. But also, if you're going to embed them, then it's important that you don't just read it, but you do something with it. So it's an intentional journal. And every day, you won't be able to read it, but you can see, there is a, a really um, well-known quote from a leader of some sort um, that sets the day up. So just I just picked up one, okay? So today I close the door to the past, open the door to the future, take a deep breath and step on through the start of the next chapter of my life. And then the question for, the, for whoever's doing this to ponder on this particular day is, what do you need to let go of so you can step through into the next chapter of your life? And so it provides the prompts for somebody to do the development work. They're very cheap, they're all $10, um, or in English money, that's about £6.70, I think. Uh, but they are designed to open the door of possibility. Right, I've been told that the video is now available. So without more ado, Rox is going to, um, to just share with you a couple of minutes of that video. How do we take charge of the quality of our own lives? How do we live a life filled with confidence and purpose? Look around you and see the number of people who are just going through the motions of an existence rather than embracing all that life has to offer them and reaching their full potential. Maybe you sometimes feel alone, adrift, aimless. What's the point? Unsure. Wouldn't you rather feel strong, powerful, confident and glad to be you? I'll show you how. Hi, I'm Gina Gardner and I'm on a mission to positively impact the lives of a million people by 2023. People like you. Helping them step into being their authentic selves, to recognize and own the genuine power buried within. Have the power to change, to feel self-confident, find their purpose and achieve fulfillment. I was once in a place that you are now. I know, however challenging, it doesn't have to stay that way. As a teenager, I was overweight, covered in eczema, and very unhappy, never feeling as if I fitted in. Things only started to change for me when, age 21, I began teaching and I found I absolutely loved it. I discovered a real passion for helping children to believe in themselves and to realise that they could succeed. I discovered how, when you're doing something you love and you do it wholeheartedly, success follows naturally. Successive promotions came quickly and I became the youngest deputy head teacher or deputy principal of the largest school in the district, age 29. I was in the happy position of helping students, parents and colleagues to develop and grow. I made good friends and finally felt like I belonged. Now, we're going to go into a break, and then after the break, I want to show you and demonstrate how you can share your treasure in a variety of different ways that are really, really easy and important because you could help someone else. You could help a lot of people, and in doing so, help yourself. So don't go away. See you in a minute. You have been listening to Gina Gardner on Leadership for Life. 
We'll be back after this quick break. Want to get the best out of life personally and professionally? Are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people, a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer, Gina Gardner, live every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Become the leader of your own life. Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success, and Fulfillment, provides you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-u.com or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now, let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for Leadership for Life VIP Day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely-u.com. Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there. I'm going to show you some very different ways of sharing your expertise. And I want to dispel some myths. So I had a conversation with somebody this afternoon. We were talking about books. They're writing a book. And they were saying it's so expensive to self-publish. That's rubbish. You can do it on KDP through Amazon. It doesn't cost you anything. If you don't like the covers they offer you, then go to Canva. And for a very small fee, you can, and I'm, I'm not on uh, any uh, promotion, um, but all of my covers have been done using Canva. Uh, if these ones I'm going to show you, share with you now. They have been published on KDP. You get an ISBN number. Um, they're on Amazon, print on demand. And so the only cost to me is when I always have a, a draft copy, um, physical copy, and I go through it um, before the final version goes up. And I pay for someone to um, to do some of that, uh, the, the, the um, putting it up, but it's actually quite easy. It's only because I can get on and write some more or somebody else does that, but it's very easy to do. So where before I would conventionally, I'd have written a long book, now, I'll create a series. So leadership, and talking about enlightened leadership. So I've got enlightened emerging leadership. Well, who are they for? The people who are have been great salespeople or great technicians, and they've suddenly thinking about promotion, but nobody's taught them how to lead others. So emerging leadership. Then looking at the fact that those leaders who want to succeed holistically, who want to succeed over time 
And to build on that success, it's become more and more important that leaders are authentic. Then your mindset and how you approach leadership will make a huge difference. And when you are open to the possibility of limitless leadership, and you recognize that this is a journey, and that by by being actively involved in your own evolution, that it will become a limitless journey, we have enlightened limitless leadership. But of course, people are in business because they want to be profitable. And so this is about enlightened, profitable leadership. And I've got a whole range of books about profitability um, and how you can take that journey to holistic profitability. Um, And I haven't actually put one of those books here, which is a bit silly. Uh, But there's a whole series of them and you'll find them on Amazon. But all of them, again, follow the same uh, principle that you actually have Um, an introduction, some of them, this one, for example, Profitable Leaders, um, actually gives you a checklist and then activities that you can do so that you can embed the principles which are based in the introduction. And in doing so, um, you can then really make sure that those are secure and embedded. Now, I work with a whole range of different people. So I do a lot of work with business leaders, but I also do a lot of work with empaths. And sometimes people who don't know that they're empaths, they're the people who are intuitive, who will often pick up the emotional baggage of other people. They're great listeners very often, but will often be quite exhausted because they've taken on other people's stuff Um, and don't leave stuff for themselves. So it starts off with, are you an empath discovering your true identity and purpose? And it gives you an indication of whether or not you are an empath and how to start managing it. Then we go into harnessing your power, which is the next stage. And that talks about the the very common um, behavioral practices that hold empaths back. But once you're really getting on to grips with that, then there is an an action planning version, which is looking at stepping into your genuine power as an empath and then accelerating it and soaring to new heights. Ultimately, what it does is it maps the journey. Previously, I would have probably done that in one book. All of these have accompanying videos and programs. So if you go onto the Gina Gardner Associates website for the leadership and for the um, empaths, you will find accompanying programs. Some of them are in a box. You just download them and you can get on with them. Some of them are with me in a group or individually so that they will suit whatever uh, the person requires, whatever their circumstances are. But can you see how you start to broadcast things in a very different way? You start to look at your experiences professionally, and everything I've done so far has been talking about professional life. And I've just got one more I want to, um, two more actually I want to share with you because they're very different. So I, I recognize the power of these books and working in that way. And so I've got a couple of publications which help you if you feel that you've got a book in you and you want to make it easy, that shares my public. Um, uh, publication journey if you like my authorship journey and the new approach and then it breaks it down into activities that by the time you finish the activities you'll have your draft book ready but then it also works for you as a leader 
And of course, these give you um, a, a passive income. Once they're done, they're done. You develop through the writing of them. Make no mistake that you evolve through the writing of them. And also, when you have people who perhaps are way back where you were, those people can help themselves while you motor on to the next level of whatever it is you're doing. But this is also true for you of your personal life. So there's huge treasure in your professional life, but in your personal life, you know, you may have been through a divorce. I haven't. But your experience, you know, what would you have liked to have known at the end that would have helped you through the journey? That can be very helpful to somebody else who's at the start of that journey. So I'm a celiac. Um, I can't eat gluten. I have a, it is, it's not an allergy. It's an immune problem. And when I was first diagnosed in 1987, it was very badly, um, people didn't know about it. And I found it hard to get information. And so I gathered the information and then I thought, well, that could help other people who've got celiac disease. Um, I think um, it's spelt differently in the US. Um, but ultimately, your body sees gluten as a germ. And in doing so, uh, in, it tries to um, destroy it and it destroys the surface of the duodenum. So you don't take in vitamins and minerals. The one thing that will make a difference is sticking to a gluten-free diet. But lots of people don't know where to find where gluten is. It's in wheat, rye, oats and barley, but also it's hidden in so many manufactured things. So I used my experience to write uh, Live Well, Eat Well with Celiac Disease. And so it's there as a resource for other people. So those of you that were a part of the, um, the program with um, Jane McClelland will know that just before Christmas, I and my very good friend Vicky um, published a book called Your Life in Their Hands. <coughs> Where does the responsibility lie? Now, Jane McClelland has, has um, survived three different sorts of terminal cancer. The last diagnosis 15 or more years ago. And she has a protocol. She was on the program. And if you have cancer or someone you love has cancer, I would really urge you to go and listen to that interview. It's very, very powerful. She was broadcasting through my program to as many people as possible, because with diet, supplements and what she calls off-label drugs, uh, people are able to survive well with cancer. Now, it's quite challenging to do it. However, what Vicky and I did is we had both through our own medical journeys recognised that we're not anti-doctor, not for a moment, but don't hand the responsibility over to the doctors in its entirety. It's your body. You know your body. Ask questions, challenge. And the book then provides um, a, a, a range of suggestions in terms of how you can manage your health better. Um, and if you've got cancer, um, you know, some information that you can dip into so you can access Jane McClellan's stuff. But also, if you're going to the doctors for anything, um, go well prepared, you know, go ask questions uh, and don't be fobbed off. Because had Vicky been fobbed off, um, as her oncologist tried to do, um, she would have not survived and she would have um, had a very different outcome. Certainly two years completely healthy and cancer free. So ultimately, take responsibility. And that's a little book that's designed 
to help you do that. Now, for me, my garden is the window of my soul. It's where I, I'm not very good at meditating. What I tend to do is the shopping list or the to-do list. But when I get out in my garden, and that's, that's a picture of, of my garden and me in my garden, everything just disappears and I am really at peace with myself and in real connection with God or source, whatever you choose to talk um, about it. And so I wanted to help people recognize how you can make that connection, that relationship with your inner wisdom. And by using my example, I'm talking about, you know, this works for me, but lots of other suggestions for other people. There you are, there's just a few little pictures of, of, um, of my garden. Um, and so through it, there are some pictures, but then that allows for journaling. Um, and there's a 30 day journal uh, at the back where it's asking you to just reflect on the relationship you have with you. And there's some key questions some starting points, because it's often it's so difficult to know where shall I start? So I would really urge you, you know, live your life with purpose. And in a sense, these two go hand in hand, because when you're not living your life with true purpose, when you're not caring for yourself, recharging your batteries, that's often when you're ill. OK, and then the latest book, and it's, there's going to be more. I went out, I was invited to go out to Ireland to do um, a think talk, a 15 minute talk. And my title was Taking the Bullshit Out of Leadership. And the, the talk was successful and it's gone out. If you want to see it, you can find it on, on my YouTube channel, Genuinely You with Gina Gardner. Um, but what I recognized is we've all heard of you know, a bullshit meter when you hear other people who are saying something you know it doesn't feel right, then you're, I talk about my bullshit meter. Often when I'm coaching, I'll say, oh, I'm not sure here, my bullshit meter's jangling. But of course, the best bullshit meter is the one that recognizes when you are out of integrity with yourself. And so the talk is about how in business and give a couple of really good examples of how when people started to recognize and listen to their own bullshit meter, how things shifted and changed. Again, it's a little book, but it's giving you lots and lots of things to think about so you are better able to recognize your own bullshit meter. So that's the whistle-stop tour of how I've used the printed word. But there are lots of other ways to get uh, to broadcast. So when I wanted to get known, one of the things that I did early on is I started to look for podcast hosts, um, hosts who have themes which are really going to work um, for the sort of things that I am, uh, I have to talk about. And so through LinkedIn mainly, um, I looked for hosts of podcasts. And what was lovely is many of them invited me back and they would then recommend me to other people. When I was in America making the TV show, um, I got onto uh, uh, ABC and NBC um, to do uh, uh, interviews. And I've done interviews on BBC Radio and Radio Suffolk and so on. And letting people know what you do is really important because then they will look um, when they need an expert, they will give you an opportunity to speak. And it's important you know your stuff um, and that you prepare. And ultimately, if I'm going to do a presentation, I'm always very well prepared. So I'm a speaker, a motivational speaker. 
and I'm invited all over the place to um, to do motivational speaking. And if you need a speaker, then uh, please do contact me, Gina at genuinely-u.com. And whether that's motivational speaking around you know, sharing the story or helping people with mindset, having a successful mindset, or it's about uh, different aspects of leadership. So just this month, there is going to be a, a talk on, as I said to you, relationships being the bedrock of good uh, collaboration. Another one on uh, having a successful mindset in business. Another one on resilience. Um, another one on uh, on authenticity and how important that is in leadership. But there's a whole range of themes and those opportunities, if you put it out there into the universe, then you will find the opportunities um, open up. So a couple of years ago, I well, three, four years ago now, um, I signed up to be a host on a radio show and I did a year with them of, being, of doing a radio show once a fortnight. And then I signed up with a different radio show and I did um, again once a fortnight. And now a year last November, I signed up with W4CY to do this show and I've now done this show well over 60 times, because if you think once a week, what are we, November, November, December, January, so that's 15 months um, of these programmes. And what's great about these programmes is that people can watch them live or they can, um, they can watch the replay and they are a resource that, that's open to them. Now, I made the decision that generally speaking, I do the beginning of the show and the end of the show and the meat and the sandwich is, uh, is a guest. And it's very unusual for me to take the whole show. And that was a deliberate thing because I wanted to give you, the viewer, or you, the listener, the opportunity to get many points of view and to have people who will hopefully give you a different perspective, make you think. And as I said at the beginning of this program, it's only because um, there's been a, a, a situation where my guests couldn't join me that I have chosen to use today to share with you how you can broadcast. Now, if you're interested in becoming a show host, then you need to talk to Dean at W4CY. And if you go onto the website, uh, w4cy.com, um, it says contact. Um, and you can say, please do mention my name and say that you heard about the show and, and the opportunity to be a host on the show. Uh, and I'm sure Dean would be more than happy to have a chat with you. Whatever you choose to use, the rule, I believe, is you need to be authentic. Don't try to be something you're not. Be the real you. Think about what's the message that you want to give other people and why that's important. And for me, this program's called Leadership for Life for a reason. You know, this is about leading your own life as an individual, as a couple, as a parent, as a partner, um, within your friendship groups, within your professional life. Remember, you're the common denominator. You take yourself with yourself every moment of every day. And I would say to you that, you know, having an authentic voice and using it constructively, not to spread fear and doom, but to give people the benefit of your experience and your expertise, your life experience in a positive, constructive way is a way for you to broadcast and to create treasure for yourself and other people. So thanks for joining me on the show. Love to know what you think. Email me at gina 
at genuinely-u.com. If you're interested in the speaking or any of the programs, then let me know. But in the meantime, look forward to seeing you next week. Be the leader of your own life. Bye-bye now. You have been listening to The Leadership for Life with your host, Gina Gardner. Make sure you tune in to W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV next Thursday and every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for more Leadership for Life. If you missed any part of this episode or just want to hear or see it again, you can find the archive of the TV show on Talk 4 TV's YouTube channel and the podcast of The Leadership for Life on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music, and wherever you listen to your podcasts.